0: Hi, and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brett Fierle, and you're listening to In Focus here on the podcast. Now, I hope you're not too close. ...to the ever-increasing waters, and I hope you're not really taking advantage of those new lakeside views... ...that have popped up around a number of houses and businesses in the county over the last couple of days. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, the water will have receded a little bit. Unfortunately for me and my family, we are one of those houses also affected. But one of the businesses that very high profile has been affected over the last few years in terms of access to their business while the floodwaters are up is the landmark hotel and i'm joined by two members of staff there at the moment denise kenny is the wedding sales manager and matthew mcdonough is the general manager of the hotel welcome to the sh- show folks Lovely to be here, you let's talk about the water for a moment we're going to talk about weddings and all the fun stuff later on and at length but in terms of the water you're very close to the river which of course is a huge selling point you probably like to be that just that nice safe distance from the river at the same time
1: mm-hmm. um, as it stands at the moment the the i suppose the banks of the Shannon, it, it's there, thereabouts at the banks at the moment. Uh, the hotel itself at the moment is is still fine. We're we're the, the floodwaters haven't came up quite as as much as they would have on the I suppose on the Ruscommon side of the town uh, around the cinema and around the, the retail park out there. Um, I think business is still uh, up and running and everything. Everyone is still business as usual as it stands at the moment. But obviously it's a concern at the moment uh, with regards to where the where the water levels are and and hopefully. When this does go out, the waters will have receded. I know out in Leitrim village, you've had a, uh, a fairly yeah. Uh, we're
0: recording this Monday morning. I've spent all morning uh, with pumps and water and knee deep in all sorts. Oh of... You, you don't want to see what I was in this morning, <laughs> um, but no. So, but I'm and I'm more well aware of it, obviously, of history. But in the past, the hotel has been affected by the, the flooding. So, what kind of um, I suppose, what kind of planning or strategy goes into keeping the hotel open and accessible during issues like that?
1: Oh, yeah. So, like, we would have a, a, an emergency plan there in place uh, for the hotel. So, I suppose the car parks at the back of it would have been one thing that would have been affected previously. Now, I wasn't working in the hotel at the time, um, but I suppose going from uh, other members of staff and, and the owners just discussing on, on exactly how we will get access if, if needs be at the back of the car park. So, we have uh, sort of temporary uh Planks and and uh, measures uh, ready to be put into place and be implemented. Sandbags, etc., for certain instances with doors and stuff like that. If it was a case that the floodwaters were to to get up to those high levels that they would have experienced in, I suppose eight nine and and uh, 15, suppose, 16. 15, 16 after that as well. So yeah. um, we're very aware of it, um, but as it stands at the moment, it hopefully touch wood will will, will not be something that we're going to have to. Uh, bear the brunt of hopefully the weather will will, will improve yeah I think
0: you mentioned the two periods I think 08-09 everybody learnt lessons a lot of damage done but I think in 15-16 the council were really on their game and even this morning now I sent a text at 3.30 last night Looking for a pump, and I had it in my house this morning when I woke up. So wow, okay. I can't really argue with the with the service from the council; they've been absolutely phenomenal, uh, and they will continue to be. They were great five years ago, four years ago, and I think they'll be on on the ball again this year. As you need it, you'll get it. Yeah, and
1: in fairness, I, like even myself over the weekend in the hotel, just to see the the amount of activity with the council over the weekend, um they're all on overtime. They're all all, all very very busy. Uh, and it's a credit to them so far that they've, you know, that, that i seen the sandbags out, I think it was last Thursday afternoon, they had a call out for anyone that was in any of the affected areas at that point, uh, with regards to, to sandbags, and, and I can see them out this morning, they're checking all the water levels again there in the, on the banks of the Shannon, beside where Moon River is there, and uh, yeah, they're that they seem to be doing a good job so far, so far, so good. Yeah,
0: and absolutely anyone who hasn't received a letter from the council who's in a floodplain, the contact number to call is Mr. Joseph Banks and he's the Assistant Engineer of Leitrim County Council and his number is 086-805-2952 but that number was given to anybody who needed it in a floodplain. So if you're looking for sandbags, pumps, whatever it might be to keep your property safe and dry, um, do give Joseph a shout. I'll get, repeat that number for you, it is Anyway, that's kind of the, the public information done. Um, let's talk about more fun things uh, to do at the Landmark Hotel. And obviously it's been around, I suppose, the best part of 20 years.
1: 21 years this April, it's would big, you believe. A big last 21st. Year, what are you doing to celebrate? Uh, we, we, we haven't done anything. We, 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 last year we did, for, for, we did we celebrated the 20th. Uh, we ran a number of events in the hotel, a number of promotions over the course of the year. Like 20 years in business is, is a testament, and especially through the recession, um, you know, where a lot of hospitality businesses, a lot of hotels, would have been very, very challenged. Um, I suppose John and Kieran Kelly—it's it's a credit to them. They, you know, they developed that site from nothing, um, and and have and people have made, told them they were crazy? Yeah, yeah. People
0: told the, the popular view around the town was that you're building a. Uh, now, funny enough, you're building it on a floodplain. Why would you want to do that? But <laughs> it really
1: has been a massive success story. Yeah, it's and, and it has gone from strength to strength over the years. Um, and as I was just saying, you know, when, when you look at the the I suppose with the recession and you've seen hotels change in ownership hotels going into receivership a lot of challenging times the kelly's and the, the hotel and, and us as a business we never cut corners we never we never cut quality um and i think that has stood to it to make sure that it's 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 lasted 20 years and there's at least another 20 in it yet you know there's there's still a lot of innovation going on we're, we're always trying to look at what is the next up and coming thing? What 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 can we do as a business that's that's going to you know benefit the community? You know, the hotel goes hand in hand. You know, the hotel is only as good as the people that support it, um, and and we have a huge amount of of local support and local goodwill, and and you know that goes. When, when I say local, I, I'm talking about you know the the wider county elite from Roscommon, uh, South Sly, or, you know South Sligo, East Mayo, all of that. Um, you there's a huge level of support and a huge appetite to support it, um, and it's great. And it makes my job quite e- well a lot easier, I suppose. Uh, I'm when your when job I'm is quite easy. Oh yeah. yeah. no, <laughs> I'm not. no, so no, no, no and But you can lower the wages a little bit. It's fine. It's too easy life. Yeah, more no, work, like, less it's, money. It's, it's fine. It's uh, it's, 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 it's an interesting prospect, and it is always busy. There's always a lot happening around the landmark, and yeah, it makes for an interest. And No two days or no week is ever the same. There's always lots going on, so it's 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 great. Like,
0: well, the last week was definitely a little bit different, although not unusual in the world of the landmark. Uh, I'm going to talk to Denise for a few moments about an awards ceremony that took place last week in, uh, in Dublin, I believe. In Trem. Sorry, I'll start yeah. again. <laughs> <You're coughs> I'm going to talk to Denise <laughs> Kenny, the, sales, the wedding sales manager
2: of the hotel, about some awards that were picked up recently. Congratulations. Thank you very much. We won two awards, one for a Waterside Venue of the Year and overall Wedding Venue of the Year.
0: How important are those nights in terms of um, keeping morale of the staff high and kind of them having a little bit of pride in what they're doing, as well as obviously a good night out and a bit of a celebration and a huli yourselves?
2: It's great for it's great for us and great for the staff to be recognised for all our hard work that we put into the hotel. Um, And it's especially for the staff.
0: In terms of weddings, obviously, well-known as a wedding venue, I think yeah. most, uh, most girls around the area are kind of like, I'm going to get married in the Lamarck at some point, um, maybe once, maybe twice, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't talk about that before the first wedding. <laughs> uh, but, Denise, in terms of your, your job must be to kind of see these couples coming in and watch them kind of pick and choose and different interests and different wants and different likes and maybe dislikes coming together. And uh, there must be a lot of negotiation involved in, in what you do on a day-to-day basis.
2: It's to help them visualize their wedding. And, you know, to for them to create a, a new idea, and we can play with that, we can work with them. Um, and especially just to, uh, to really to visualize their wedding. And then to, on the set, uh, the water side, you know, the River Shannon, as we all know, um, to visualize their beautiful, Stunning pictures, um, which they'll always have. Um,
0: what's the craziest request that's come in? Without identifying the the bride and groom, but what's the, <laughs> what's the most off the wall thing that's come in as a suggestion? You
1: you, you may well disclose the <laughs> the bride or groom by by disclosing yes, that information. Yes, exactly. You, like, you, you get loads of crazy requests. You know, you get a lot, a lot of a lot of stuff. Like we we've had Everton from uh, you know hay and straw and creamery yep. cans to uh roulette tables and all sorts of stuff coming in at different times and, and and at different points during during weddings it's it can be quite unique denise in certain yeah. instances you, you you take each each couple as they come and I suppose you know from from what i would see with with denise she puts them at ease straight away you know as soon as a couple come in it's like i've got you guys here you know i can you're in good hands and and she's a, a creditor she's great at her job um and she she's really really well able and well capable of just making couples relax because it's, a, you
2: know, it it's, is, it's a huge... It's a big day for the couple and they, they need to relax. And that's very important because they day it's... will come and go so quick on them.
0: I know, and we joked about it earlier, for most people it is the only time they really get to sit down and plan an event of yep. that size. Because... The wedding is, is what it is, but it's also a, a massive party for maybe two, three hundred people. And most people don't possess the skills to do that. They kind of have a vague idea of what they want. They've had this dream of maybe what the dress will look like. But the actual practicalities of feeding that number of people, it's a huge logistical nightmare on any one day. You must be old-hatted at this stage.
2: It's, uh, it it's natural to us now. Yeah. Um, you know, the flow of the day, uh, it's seamless for them.
1: It's, 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 I suppose, from the outside looking in, it must look very daunting for anyone. Yeah. You know, when, when you look at it and you go, oh, my God, and, like, we could have anything up to four or five different events going on in the hotel on any one day. You could have a concert in Landmark Central. You could have something on in, 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 in Landmark Live. You could have a party up in Black Mint in the cocktail bar. You could have a number of small group parties over the course of the day. Uh, and then a wedding uh, on that. And one never really... Um, impacts on the other and everything runs very seamlessly now behind the scenes there's a lot of people doing a lot of things to make sure that that goes goes to plan but it's like where Denise would come from it's all about the detail it's making Mm. sure that all of that information is all correlated that it's all written down and that if God forbid Denise wasn't able to come in on on a Saturday morning and I was there or whoever it is that's there that it's, it's seamless. It, you, you can just pick up the, you know, we'd, we'd, have a, we'd have our own working document. You pick that up and off you go. And, and all, as long as all the detail is there and the couples have been met and, and, and they've decided on what they want and we know that, then it's, it's, it, it makes it much easier to deliver. Just
0: to make sure you use the right colour uh, napkins with the wrong color, <laughs> wrong knives and forks. Uh, I know some bridezillas can be horrendous. What is the, the best part of your job, Denise, and maybe what's the hardest part of your job?
2: the best part of the job is meeting the couple at the door and the excitement on the day on the day definitely and then just letting them let you do your job and then just to be completely relaxed
0: and in terms of the hardest part of your work
2: I don't think there must be there must be a few Uh, brides that are difficult to work with there can be but it's to get to know them and understand why they're so you know I suppose stressed about anything or worried about anything and to put them at ease and that's probably the hardest.
1: I can imagine so. all comes down to the detail. Yep. It's, and that's where, I suppose, where Denise comes in, is, is that if, if you do have a couple or you do have a bride or a groom, for that matter, there's some groomsillas out there as well that, that can really? be. Really? Oh, yeah. There can be, there can be, there can be grooms that, that, that can be. And especially in modern, I suppose, 21st century Ireland, where you're kind of looking at it and you're going, you know, men are more proactive about these things now. They're more proactive with kids. They're more proactive with family. They're more, more proactive in, in these sort of things. So obviously then you get, some, you get some of them that can get quite stressed and, and need to be put at ease. But as I said, it comes down to what Denise does. It's, it's, it's meet with them, understand them, get to know your couples, know the people that you're dealing with and what, what their triggers are, what their stresses are. And then it's, it's about, you know, making sure, uh, as she says, as Denise says, that, that when they do come to the door, that they're completely at ease and you're having, they're, they're having fun. They're yeah. there to enjoy their day. They've put a lot of money into it. They've put a lot of, lot of time and effort into it. And it's about making sure that that all goes to plan.
0: Mm-hmm. You touched on something earlier that I want to come back to, and that's the, the amount of people that are running around the hotel making sure that on the outside, people at the same thing seems calm and serene, but behind the scenes in the kitchen, <laughs> like the swan, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The feet are going all over the place. Yeah. How many staff are in the hotel, and, and kind of what's yeah. the economic benefit to the region as a whole just from the activities of the hotel? So,
1: so, so what, you're, what you're looking at is a circa of about 170 full and part time staff, so we would be one of the at least the top ten, if not the top five, employers in the county. Uh, so there's a huge economic benefit to that, and to the wider county and, and region as a whole, because we have staff coming from Denise's coming from over Mayo. I'm, I'm from Ballahadrina Roscommon. Uh, we won't hold that against you. You <laughs> can much. stay. <laughs> it's the common side of now. <laughs> well, and that's
0: probably worse <laughs> than some <somebody> goes <laughs> eyes around here. But we let it. We let it slide. We let it slide. Uh,
1: but um, you know, and we have, we have staff coming from South Donegal, Sligo, uh, up Longford, Mullingar, all, all over the place, um, and then from as far from places as Thailand and Malaysia and India and uh, you know all over Asia and and America and and, and Europe as well. So you know, we've a very uh, cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan, That's the word I was looking for. Thank you, briefly. Uh Yeah, co- cosmopolitan staff, and it, it makes for a, a great company to be to be involved with because there's lots of ideas and there's lots of different cultures coming together, um, and that's I suppose what makes us unique in that we you know and it's always had that you know the history of the landmark has always been that there's, there's always been that international flair to it and I suppose that's a credit to Kieran Kelly and, and John and, and the business that they built up and, and Kieran worked overseas for for a number of years before he came back and obviously Kelly's Hotel in Mohull was was the original the the original uh, uh landmark for want of a better term that, that their parents built up uh, and John maintained them with his late wife and 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 then when when Kieran came back then and the two of them took over the the hotel and or built the hotel should I say and and have given it the reputation that it has like it's a fantastic brand you know when you people think of the landmark hotel they they think quality and they think it has a a special place in a lot of people's hearts in Leitrim I think and and I'm very proud uh, to to be involved with it
0: Let's talk through some of the locations because you did mention uh, the Mint Bar and Boardwalk Cafe and where exactly, wh- what are the spaces in the hotel? Because people will have been to the function room probably, yes. mo- most likely. I've never been to 360, I have to, end, but I'm of a certain age. <laughs> and, and I would have to change that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, we're going to talk about that in a minute because I, I really like the direction you're going with it in terms of comedy and stuff like that. Yes, and yes. I really want to get into that. Uh, I've been at a few events in, in the landmark Central, obviously, but um, there are little nooks and crannies. Uh, the rowing room, for example, is a lovely little meeting space yes. uh, for a small, kind of intimate launch or, or products yeah. or even just a meeting. I know the Leitrim Business Network had a couple of meetings in there back in the day.
1: Yeah, we would have like we have a number of meeting spaces. Like the rowing room the rowing room is beautiful. Like you'd have family family gatherings there for up to maybe sixty people. You have CJ's restaurant which is there. We don't open that as a as a kind of an entity at the weekends we 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 open it for private dining mainly so that could be anything from a 40th wedding anniversary to a 40th birthday to uh, an 80th birthday or a 90th birthday for that matter Um, and then we do small boutique weddings in there for up to 50 or 60 people Um, we have black mint which is the cocktail bar there that's open at weekends for um private parties you know 21st 30th 40th as well you have your boardwalk cafe then which is our main you know um main bar and restaurant and that was refurbished there uh, 12 months ago there thereabouts now uh, and we've kind of, I don't know whether some of the listeners would have been in it since that has been done up, it would have been very Celtic Tiger-esque beforehand with loads of neon blue and an island bar in the middle of it and we've 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 kind of brought it back a little bit more traditional a lot of wood introduced um, and a lot more discreet seating so we've broken it up slightly so when you walk in now it doesn't look like a big vast space um, it does little nooks and crannies and corners to go and sit in and have a bite to eat and and likewise if there's 50 or 60 of you there's still ample amount of space to be able to, to cater for those people in there um, we've, we've had a series of live music all last year and we look at doing that programme again this year from kind of uh, April, May onwards so anything from a one-man acoustic to a four or five piece band in the boardwalk in the boardwalk, yeah so that's been every Saturday night up until December we've kind of taken a break from it this time of year that there isn't that much appetite for it um, and then I suppose when the summer season kicks off and the tours start coming around we'll we'd be back there again um, and then after that, then we have uh, the Mallard Bar, which anyone that's been at a wedding in the hotel would be familiar the with. The residence, residence bar, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Some people might may or may not <laughs> remember being in there. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, you, you have that there, and then the ballroom, and then obviously then we have uh, Landmark Central and we have um, Club Three Hundred and Sixty.
0: Let's talk about those for a minute
1: because um, the Landmark Three Hundred
0: and Sixty and the Landmark Live uh, as a new brand that you're looking to yeah. kind of promote. The smaller intimate kids? yeah so
1: so, so what we've done like about two years before i started in the hotel uh they had decided on creating a landmark central uh, from the old passion nightclub it would have been at the i, remember, time. I, I it do it was, remember passion yeah. and it was a beast of a nightclub i remember being yep. in it it was massive it was one of the biggest nightclubs in the country um and then uh that was closed and, and the area was defunct for 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 a period there was nothing happening and the club 360 was running uh, but they decided then, uh, I suppose, the Kevin Costner kind of uh, if they if if we build it, they will come, uh, and started looking and concentrating at live music, live events, um, you know, gigs, anything to do with with entertainment, and how we could deliver something more ben- beneficial and bigger picture to Leitrim, to Carrick and Shannon as a whole, and started uh, develop Landmark Landmark Central, and then through that then developed this Landmark Live brand. So the Landmark Live brand would encompass uh, Club 360 and, and Landmark Live. Now, obviously, the nightclub business as a whole in Ireland is, is, is in decline. Um, and I suppose we've been reassessing the business over the last number of years with regards to the nightclub. And what we've decided to do is change it to a Club 360 Live venue. So uh, we have a number of artists that are looking to come into Landmark Central. Uh, but we can't justify you know, bringing them in because they, they wouldn't fill it and it wouldn't do it justice. Uh, so what we have decided to do is look at an, a more intimate live venue. Yeah, because I suppose the dock
0: is up the road, but that only has about 110, 115 yeah. seats. Yeah. So it's very limited in terms of attracting a, a big name who you need to sell maybe that 250, 300 tickets to it's, it's, to it's, justify the cost. Exactly. Of them
1: in. It's that middle ground. It's, it's, that, it's, it's not trying to... to impose ourselves on the dock in any way, shape or form it's it's that middle ground from what, what the dock can hold to what we can deliver in Landmark Central so we have a number of, we're, we're in talks at the moment now with a number of acts uh, trying to to start bringing them in there so we've uh, all folked up which is a, a kind of Celtic uh, rock kind of That's huge at band. the moment Massive The High Kings, huge, the high kings Whistling Donkeys Whistling Donkeys yeah. all, all of these and it, it, it's really really taken off and, and it's such a wide spectrum wide de- wide demographic of people that are attending these events it's every from 18 to, I'd say, 80. You know, I've seen some you know, some, some people that were uh, of, a, of a, an older vintage, shall we say, over Christmas at the Whistling Donkeys, and we had a massive night over Christmas with them. But th- there's a huge benefit locally to having that. It's not just the landmark that benefits from that, because, you know, we, we have only so many seats, we have only so many bedrooms, there's, there's a massive spin-off locally for other businesses and, and people coming to town. We had a group from Waterford that came up for... Uh, I think it was actually the High Kings gig um, just after Christmas. Travelled up, six of them, three rooms, never been in Carrick and Shannon before, but wanted to see wanted to see the High Kings and came up. And, and they'll come back. I, I have no doubt that they'll be back to Carrick and Shannon and back to Leitrim at some point in the future because they had a very positive experience.
0: You've kind of touched on another thing we wanted to talk about, and that is your involvement with the Chamber of Commerce, and you're on the Tourism Committee of the Chamber of Commerce here in Carrick. How important is it to have facilities like the Landmark, like the Dock, like the festival circuit that is around the town, uh, which is under pressure at the moment, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, how important is it to maintain those reasons to get people into the town in the first place?
1: Massively. Ma- like, the, the importance of a functioning community and business organisation business network uh, of people, whether that's a chamber or whether it's some other form of um, of, of a network of people, like-minded people coming together to try and attract people to the town the council can only do so much or tourism ireland can only do so much there's there's, there's, a, there's an element or an onus on i think us as business owners and business operators to make sure that when people do come or, or are looking you take somebody on a, on, a, on a weekend in may or a weekend in april and they're going where will we go for a weekend you have to be in their psyche at some point of that to say Carrick and Shannon is a, is, a, is a potential destination and you have to make sure that, that the brand is strong, that the offering is strong and, and that's that's hugely important. So the activities around it, I, I was at a uh, an Ireland's Hidden Heartlands meeting last week of, of hotel general managers and there was 22 of us in that loan at a meeting with all the, the main team from Ireland's Hidden Heartlands. So there's a, a team of five that are basically... Uh, Running this this new brand, uh, whether whether the listeners are aware or not of it yet, but Carrick and Shannon is a key hub, and all of Leitrim is included. Roscommon, um, parts of Tipperary. Basically, what, what Tourism Ireland have tried to do is is create entities or regions that are marketable. Yeah, to the, the Wild Atlantic market. Way is
0: the one people are familiar with. there's yeah. Munster Vales down in the south Hidden Heartlands, the uh, Ireland's ancient, ancient
1: East. Yeah, and then yeah. you have Dublin then as one. So they have five main brands, but the Hidden Heartlands is their newest brand. And they're most, I suppose, undiscovered uh, as of yet, and and they feel that there's a huge appetite in Central Europe and Scandinavia for a more uh, relaxed uh, tourism experience. That they want to go walking, they want to go fishing, they want to go basically slow adventure tourism, and that that there's a massive market for that. So Hidden Heartlands has has is, is trying to fund activities within the region. But I suppose coming back to your the original question, Breifne. Yeah, There has to be a functioning community group or business group that, that's operating to try and uh, work with the councils and work with the government bodies and tourism and, and Ireland to be able to say, look, we're here as a network of people, we have ideas and we want to be able to try and attract people to the town and how can you help us and us help ourselves to facilitate that?
0: We might come back to you, Denise, for a moment. Let's talk about weddings. So if someone's sitting and listening to this and thinking, I like the landmark, I like the venue, I know I've know i been in it, um, I'd want it to be uh, for my wedding. I've just got engaged, or maybe he hasn't quite popped the question yet, but I wish he would. <laughs> um, so if the guy is listening and thinking "I'll pop popping the question, maybe go do that, and then come back and have a chat with you. Uh, how can people get in touch with you?
2: Uh, they can email me directly on weddings at the thelandmarkhotel.com, or they can phone call on 07196 true,
0: And say, make me the happiest person Absolutely. in the world.
2: Absolutely. Come on in and see me.
0: <laughs> Matthew, in terms of the uh, Lamark central, I suppose, that's the one that would have the most high-profile I suppose GACs coming over the next couple yeah. of months. What, or maybe even the, the Dynamark Live, what, what are the major kind of events that you can see uh, people have been really interested in over the coming weeks and months? We,
1: we, we have a couple of big announcements coming very shortly. Can we, can um, we get an uh, No, we on can. It? We'll, we'll just close it on the next one, maybe. <laughs> um, oh, nice Inviting yourself yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But uh, no, we have, we have a number of, of, of massive gigs uh that we're that we are in talks with at the moment and we're hoping to announce very very Our one direction coming
0: back together one direction uh, <laughs> one direction and uh and, and, and westlife yeah. we're gonna yeah, get the, the whole lot yeah, of them yeah, all yeah. all in,
1: all, in uh, all into landmark central but we have um yeah you probably this fill year, it i'm not gonna lie like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'd probably fill four or five nights um but yeah we, we've we've a number of gigs coming up this this time of year tends to be that little bit quieter with landmark centralist you're starting to get into festive festival season uh, there's a lot. All the major acts are out on 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 I suppose the summer festival circuit for want of a better better term, but we concentrate most of that market uh, f- in winter. So we have a winter program kind of from October November right the way through until March uh, for Landmark Central. And then uh, you were at the Leitrim's Health as Wealth event. that was in the it hotel. Was a great match. It was absolutely yeah, very fantastic. different but special kind of night. My God, it. like I I hadn't seen it before. Uh, it was the first time we had hosted it, and I was blown away by just the the, the, the the appetite from the people of Leitrim for the event and the support that was shown, uh, and then for the guest speakers and, and Paul Williams did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. at it. It, it was it was a really really special night. We had to close the doors. We too, we couldn't take any more people. Um, it, it's mad. Like I've been at a lot of those events from the other
0: side, from being a speaker uh, on that circuit, mm-hmm. and it blows everything else out of the water in terms of what I've seen around the country. You know, yeah. like big budget events in in fantastic locations, and they get a fraction of the attendance and a fraction of the interest I think but it's a
1: testament I think also to to Hubert and, and awesome. Valerie um, they're unbelievable yeah they're un- and, and and the two of the nicest people that you'll ever meet and most down to earth and and so humble in th- what they do and to to, to even like we, we spoke about it earlier on you know we're coordinating these events and hosting these events all the time in the hotel. We're, we're seasoned campaigners at it. They're doing it for the last few years as an event and they don't realise, I suppose, the magnitude of... Maybe the general public don't realise the magnitude of the effort that goes in from them to put it on. But also, they don't take... I think the the level of praise that they should be able to. to no, they're very it. humble. They're very, very humble, humble about
0: it. And I think they, what they've what I love about that particular event is that they came in with an idea and they've they've just stuck rigidly to the idea. It hasn't become about their egos and it hasn't. You don't see them on stage. Mm. They get mentioned a lot. Yes, but you don't see them up on stage. Uh, Valerie introduces Paul Williams literally for ten seconds at the start, and, and it's just it's the way it should be. It's about the reason people are in the room. Not about the person organizing it, and I absolutely love that event. It was a really special yeah. night to be to be at and to be to be asked and invited along yeah. to, as the rest of the county. But
1: we've like I suppose this time of year, it's all community based events. There's a, a Northwest Got Talent event this weekend in the hotel. Um, we and, and that's with the Northwest Hospice that they're trying to they're trying to gather support for that, um, and then. Uh, the Lam- the club 360 live that i had spoken about those acts and those smaller acts that are that, that wouldn't be landmark central size yet or demand for uh, they're starting to they're they're starting to kick off now so we've a program starting as i said with all folks up from from the 7th of march and we have everything then from big generator um to you know different sort of five piece uh, uh, irish uh, tribute bands and and we have some tribute acts going in there as well over the summer and uh, I think there's a Bon Jovi tribute band booked, and and a and few other I think I saw
0: them at the was it the, uh, the Rose Tree one year
1: could have Yeah. and they played in the dome and it'd be like putting them into the landmark central
0: like, was, <laughs> like you mentioned it was a bit of a washout there was yeah. maybe maybe 100 people or 200 people at it which in a venue like 360 would have been phenomenal mm-hmm. in the landmark central it's kind of a damp squib. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I love, I love where you're going with that venue. In terms of comedy, now I'm a big comedy fan, and yeah, there's so limited there's, enough
1: comedy around the region. There, there is, and, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of up and coming, I suppose, through the prominence of social media and and YouTube. Low Irish comedic acts. That are, a new that guy are called Tommy Tiernan
0: he's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of I'm, jok- I'm joking. Um, no, but you're right. There are there are phenomenal people.
1: There is there's there's, uh, there's, a, there's a guy up in, in, in Tyrone called Mark McCarney, and I don't know whether anyone has seen the stuff. He's he's real country. He's real. He's as common. He's, he he gets the humour. He's, yep. he's, he, the, the, he's there. There's, there's a number. Um, Farmer Michael and Kathleen. Oh yeah, he's one. hilarious. And, yeah, like there's there's a number of those kind of just up-and-coming artists for for want of a better term that are just starting to tour the circuit in ireland and are starting to the likes of the Arts center in Roscommon, the dock these sort of places um and then there's other ones that are just above uh, you know growing a larger audience or larger demand so we're looking at those at the moment as well so that's kind of what what we're going to hope to fill fill that so have a kind of a maybe a friday night comedy club or something like that in it very cool so yeah yeah, a bit bit cool nice dimly lit and, uh, yeah, no. and and, and loads, uh, loads of funny jokes, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: absolutely. Because I remember watching, I think it was Foil Arms and Hog uh, in the International Bar when I lived in Dublin 10 years ago. And the room would be half full and they were hilarious. And everyone loved them. And now you see them kind of with 100,000 views within an hour of putting a video up online. And it's just, and they're playing the Edinburgh Fringe. And it's great to have a venue that's that gap between those 100-seat venues and those 1,000 or 15 or 2,000 seat venues to kind of to step up to and
1: we we had we had a couple of 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 those those gigs in central uh and brilliant gigs fantastic but like that the atmosphere was was just not there because the crowd wasn't there the atmosphere wasn't in the room um as such and and it was i was disappointed for the artists and i was disappointed for the people that had came because what it meant was was that they didn't get the 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 experience that they should have got. And that's what everyone wants. It's it's all about the experience. It's all about, you, you know, going to something, paying money. You want to have something unique uh, that you can go away from and have everlasting memories. I, I remember seeing Tommy Tierney in Galway years ago. I remember falling off a chair, laughing that hard at it. There was only about hundred. That's when you stopped drinking. People. You should stopped <laughs> drinking at that point. But two drinks before that is where you should have stopped drinking. Oh, yeah, was, I, don't think, I don't think there was any drink involved. And, uh, like, but he was at that, that time was just that that just starting to grow grow prominence. So we're hoping to be able to tap into that and be able to sort of deliver that to Carrick and Shannon and to Leitrim.
0: Finally, we finish up. You mentioned just in the car park and in the at the back of the hotel, bit an issue with flooding. But obviously, a new factor that's going to come into the car park and back there is the new medical centre yeah. that's coming on stream hopefully in the next couple of months yeah um it's going to have a big impact on me in terms of people coming in for coffees after getting good news or
1: bad news (laughs) (laughs) we've we've the medical it's great to have it like anything that anything that that's going to bring more people to carrick and shannon is going to benefit everyone including ourselves um and hopefully there's going to be a huge amount of employment around it and you, you just hope that it's not going to be another you know another white elephant in, in 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 the country that that's going to be there and going to be underutilized uh it's great to build these facilities but it's another thing then to make sure that they have all the services and all the things that people need and want um but yeah we're looking forward to having it open because and then obviously Flynn's car park is going to be done then after that as soon as the as soon as that's done and then the, the upgrade works are starting in in town then on the the town regeneration scheme as well so i think the car park is the first port of call with that uh, and then they're starting on the on the streets. Then from the back end of this year, and they're hoping to have it done in, in I think kind of twelve months. So there's going to be a bit of disruption, um, and all the businesses, including ourselves, are, are concerned because any any disruption to to anything on the town puts extra pressure on our car park and our facilities to be able to cater for our customers. Um, and then, uh, but it's short term pain for long term gain I think is the general uh, sort of consensus from everyone in that we're going to have a much better functioning and flowing town once it's done with regards to the streetscape uh, and also then with the access between the river and the town and being able to connect those much better than maybe where they are at the moment because people come you know you see it with the, with the bus tours that, that are coming into character during the, during the peak season they all pull up uh, in front of Moon River they go for a walk along the river they might come into us, they might go into Cryons, they could go to Coffees or something, but they very rarely, you know, a lot of them wander up the town. And I think there's a huge uh, thought process uh, going to go into that this time around with regards to signage and making sure that people realize that there's a vibrant town center there for them to experience as well as. As, as just not the waterfront that there is more to Carrick and Shannon and, and, and I suppose the retail offering in the town uh, than, than maybe just the river and, and spending 10 minutes that we might get people to start you know, spending a little bit more time and money in, in, in the town.
0: Excellent, well listen, thank you very much for coming in, we've gone way over time, but we just uh, it was having so much fun. Um, Denise, we didn't really get to hear much from that's you because okay. Steph and yep. kind of dominated, that's kind of what we said before and what happened. Yep. Um, in terms of uh, coming in, thank you so much for coming in and kind of sharing with us, I hope the next couple of days... Um, between maybe when we're recording this on Monday and when it goes out on Wednesday, that um, everything's still bone dry down there in the landmark. And for everybody else listening, I hope uh, everything stays as positive as it can in terms of those flood areas. Um, And hopefully we don't have any major incidents or repeats of 2009 uh, over the next couple of weeks. Touch wood. Uh, Thank you all for coming in. I really appreciate it. And uh, the very best. Look, we'll be catching up with you as the events unfold and as things happen in 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 the events for our What's On guide over the coming weeks. thank you cheers that of course was in focus here on Leitrim Daily my guests were Denise Kenny the wedding sales manager and Matthew McDonough the general manager of the Landmark Hotel in Carrick and Shannon for a little look behind the scenes at what happens in the venue that we all know and love on the banks of the Shannon in County Leitrim thank you very much for coming in it's been a great little chat and kind of to get that insight into what's going on I'll be back tomorrow with the What's On guide for the next seven days around the county talk to you
1: then